They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to a new episode and a new season of Soul Food. And this is the 10th season of Soul Food and we're really excited to continue this journey with you all. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having this opportunity, for having such amazing listeners and people who are sincerely embarking on the path of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and discovering the beautiful spiritual wisdom within Islam. This season is going to be a little bit different than the way that we've done soul food in the past. Inshallah, these episodes will be released weekly. And what we're going to focus on in this season is prophetic beauty. And we wanted to focus on this because if you just look around, Unfortunately, there's so much ugliness in the world. There's a lot of confusion and lack of direction that things are so inverted. And in addition to all of the calamities and oppression and wrongdoing and ugliness that we see around us in the world, also being able to recognize beauty and to recognize truth is becoming increasingly difficult. There's all these new forms of pseudo-spirituality that people are going to because now they're tired of materialism. They've realized that that's so empty. So they're finding alternative forms of spirituality which are different than materialism, but they're still not the real thing. So it made us think about how we can talk about restoring Iman real belief and faith, how we can heal ourselves so that we're in touch with our fitrah, which is the natural goodness that Allah has placed within every human being, and how we can really appreciate and embark on the prophetic way. One of the ways to be able to do that is to learn about prophetic beauty, which is the season's theme. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His enabling grace. And we're really excited. And in this first episode of the new season titled Reality, we're going to focus on the current state of affairs. We'll talk about the illusory nature of the world. And finally, we'll talk about the importance of being anchored to the truth and tethered to the truth. As we mentioned before, if you look at the current state of affairs, things are really inverted. They're upside down. Truth itself is being manipulated. You see evil that's done in the name of good, and good people are seen as evil. And it's gotten to such a point where people can even take the lives of innocent 
women and children in the name of progress and then in the name of justice. And it's a very confusing and disturbing time. So you have to ask yourself the question, how do I hear the voice of truth amidst all this noise? And in times like these, this is precisely the time where we need to focus on spiritual refinement, that we have to develop our ability to see with inner sight, with basira, to see things through the lens of the heart that has been colored by faith and iman and nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's been illuminated with divine light. But in order to do that, we have to purify our souls. And the Prophet ﷺ, he informed us that at the end of time, that there would be widespread deception and falsehood. And if we look around us, we can see that happening before our very eyes. So the current state of affairs is something that can make someone lose hope, someone that, something that can make someone become despondent. But instead of that, we actually have to realign ourselves with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and deepen our faith. This brings us to the next point, the illusory nature of the world. The dunya, the world that we live in, is considered a veil between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The world has a spiritual gravity that pulls us down from our heavenly potential. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an to really reflect on the nature of the world so that we can seek reality. We can seek what is truly real. It's not that the world is not real, but it is so temporary that we should not place all of our hopes and all of our dreams and aspirations in the world. We have to understand its true nature. Allah says, اعلموا أنما الحياة الدنيا لعب ولهو وزينة وتفاخر بينكم وتكاثر في الأموال والأولاد. Know that this worldly life is no more than play, amusement, luxury, mutual boasting, and competition in wealth and children. كمثل غيث أعجب الكفار نباته this is like rain that causes plants to grow to the delight of the planters. But later, the plants dry up and you see them wither. Then they're reduced to chaff. And in the hereafter, and in the hereafter, there will be either severe punishment or forgiveness and pleasure of Allah and His good pleasure, Jalla Jalalu. وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَاعُ الْغُرُورِ Whereas the life of this world is no more than the delusion of enjoyment. So here Allah is telling us that the world is like these plants that grow for a very short season and then they're reduced to nothing so what is it that we're really seeking from the world how do we understand its true nature 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in another verse of the Quran, Surah 35, verse 5, O people, indeed Allah's promise is true. So do not let the life of this world deceive you. Nor let the chief deceiver deceive you about Allah, meaning the shaitan. And the time that we live in is a time of great confusion. Even the people who are claiming to be scientists and academics and intellectuals, they're saying we live in a time of post-truth. There is no such thing as truth anymore, which is absolutely confusing and absurd. And when you add to that, that there are all of these technological advancements, AI and augmented reality and the metaverse, what will these things bring in the future? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only knows best. But what we can, what we can expect is that there will be a lot of confusion and that our ability to perceive reality as it is will be confused and distorted. And the Prophet ﷺ, he told us that ultimately at the end of time, everything, all of falsehood would culminate in the Dajjal, the false Messiah. And that there would be this coalescence of all of these trends of falsehood and misguidance and that they would reach their peak in the appearance of the Dajjal. So none of this is to make us lose hope. You might be asking, well, okay, all of these things that you're saying are so negative. How do we navigate all of this confusion? How do we get through all of these tribulations? We should always be people of hope. The Prophet ﷺ was always optimistic. And that brings us to the final point, that our belief in Allah and our creed anchors us to the truth. It keeps us grounded. Our hope is rooted in our connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us that there would come all types of tribulations in the future, that there would be all kinds of tests and there, there would be confusion. But he said, I am leaving amongst you two weighty things, these things that stabilize us, these things that keep us grounded, that they don't take us with the currents of the time, with these torrential storms that come that take people away, these things will give you safety and stability. The first of them is Allah's book. In it, there is guidance and light. You will find direction. You will find light in times of darkness. So hold to the book of Allah and take from it. Then the Prophet said, The second of the weighty things is, My family, my descendants, the great scholars who embody the guidance and the character and the teachings of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I 
remind you by Allah to take care of my family. I remind you by Allah to take care of my family. And this hadith is narrated by Imam Muslim. So we have these two weighty things, the book of Allah and the Prophet's family, who are those who preserve his sunnah in the fullest sense of the word. That these are the two weighty things that keep us grounded in difficult times. The Prophet ﷺ taught us at the end of time that when the Dajjal eventually comes, the false messiah, this great deceiver, that the Dajjal would come to the outskirts of Medina. And he would come to the border of Medina, but he wouldn't be able to enter the Prophet's city. But when he comes there and he sees the Prophet ﷺ's masjid, he says, this is the palace of Ahmad. This is the mosque of the Prophet ﷺ. When he comes, a great tremor shakes the Prophet's city. And hypocrites who are in the Prophet's city will actually run out into the arms of the Dajjal. But among those hypocrites will be someone who's actually righteous. He's not a hypocrite. A young man who comes out and faces the Dajjal. The Prophet ﷺ tells us this story. And when he meets the Dajjal, the false messiah says, believe that I am your God. And this young man says, no, you're the one-eyed liar. You are the false messiah. Then the Dajjal cuts this man in half and kills him. Then he brings him back together and Allah allows his soul to return to him and the man comes back to life. And the Dajjal, amongst all of his people and his followers, he asks the man, Now, after I've killed you and brought you back to life, do you believe that I am your Lord? And imagine that that man experiences that. And then he says, Now I am even more certain that you are the one-eyed Dajjal, the false messiah that the Prophet Muhammad wasallam told us of. Then the Dajjal's power begins to crumble and his falsehood becomes apparent and then eventually he's killed by Jesus, the son of Mary. May Allah's peace be upon him. So what this story teaches us is that this young man, he was connected to the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, the book of Allah and the sunnah and that even facing the greatest manifestation of falsehood, he was able to remain steadfast. So that teaches us that despite these challenges, we've been given the solutions. This is why we need to strengthen our Iman and have a clear understanding of our creed, our aqeedah, the belief that we have from the Quran and from the Prophet wasallam, which anchors us to the truth and allows us to understand reality as it is. The word aqidah is linguistically tied to the word to make a knot or to tether or tie something down. And when we have the proper belief in aqidah, we are not just flying and floating in the wind. We're actually tethered to the truth. We're anchored to the truth. And instead of being people who can be deceived by all of the most sophisticated lies that come in different times, we become people who are able to recognize what is real. And the most important things is 
Allah is real. The Quran is real. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, لا يأتيه الباطل من بين يديه ولا من خلفه تنزيل من حكيم حميد Falsehood cannot touch the Quran from any angle. It is a revelation from the one who is all-wise, praiseworthy, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Paradise is real. The fire is real. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is real. He is true. And he would make the following dua sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which helps us have a framework of reality. That with all of these things, falsehood and lies and misguidance and who knows what is to come, that we at least recognize and know that this is real and that this is something that we remind ourselves through this prophetic dua. Allahumma anta al-haq. O oh Allah, you are the real, you are the truth. Wa wa'aduka al-haq. And your promise is true. Wa liqa'uka haq. And the meeting with you is true. وَقَوْلُكَ حَقٌّ And your words are true, and they are truth. وَالْجَنَّةُ حَقٌّ Paradise is true. وَالنَّارُ حَقٌّ The fire is true. وَالنَّبِيُّونَ حَقٌّ And the prophets are true. وَمُحَمَّدٌ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ حَقٌّ And the prophet Muhammad is true and real. وَالسَّاعَةُ حَقٌّ And the final hour is real. These are the aspects of reality. So this brings us to the call to action. It's actually very simple that we should repeat regularly the testimony of truth. Kalimatul Haqq, which is La ilaha illallah. Sit down for a few minutes today, three to five minutes, and continuously repeat La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah. لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله This is the greatest dhikr This is the testimony and statement of truth and it strengthens our iman and will protect us from all different types of deception and falsehood We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase our iman to allow us to see truth as it really is and to follow it and to allow us to see falsehood for what it really is and to avoid it. Ameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.